This episode is brought to you by Dear Mom Transport. Dear Mom Transport is a non-emergency transportation provider and also providing school transportation and private transportation as well, servicing those in Nassau County, New York. You can locate Dear Mom Transport at www.dearmomtransport.com or at 516-464-1923. Hi everyone, this is your host Shawana and this is the Grow Podcast, getting rid of weeds. I thank you all greatly for tuning in today. This is episode three. I'm super excited and um, today's topic is really, really important to me. Um, Well, everything that I discuss is important to me, but this topic in particular is something that just hits home and um, it's about trauma, trauma, triggers and, you know, coping skills and like uh, relationships and things like that and how all of that, you know, intertwines. So let's get to it. Okay, everyone. So I grew up in a dysfunctional home. And in that dysfunction, I experienced domestic, like witnessing domestic violence. I experienced witnessing or observing drug use, alcohol abuse, and just dysfunction and toxicity all throughout, you know, my childhood. And the the domestic violence piece of it, I would just, you know, mention that my mom was the aggressor, actually. My father was, in other words, you know, how we, you know, how they term it um, now, um, he, he would be considered the victim. Right, so my mom was the aggressor. Um, she would yell and scream and, and 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 physically abuse my father. And so, in growing up and that dysfunction, it 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 incorrectly taught me how to handle conflict, um, how to respond to um, frustration and anger, and um, as I entered relationships, you know, or friendships, right? When I was in high school and in in middle school, I I never really got the opportunity to understand what love was or how that looked. And as a result of that, I would, I would like, you know, say on Monday, this person is my boyfriend. Yeah, you're my boyfriend. I'm your girlfriend. And then Wednesday, like, wait, what? We're in a relationship? Like, bye. And so it was always so quick for me quick for me to leave a situation or leave a relationship or leave a, um, a friendship because stability wasn't taught or learned in my in, in my household and it wasn't until I became an adult that I realized like wow like I, I really don't hold on to relationships I really don't hold on to friendships it's like you you cross me you're done 
you know, and uh, for some people that's necessary for some relationships that's necessary but if you look back and you see that wait all of my friendships have failed all of my relationships have failed because i jumped the gun because i decided to walk away from the situation so why is that happening and so you know in digging deep and in going to therapy i discovered that you know it stems from my childhood right and um and so I say that to say that a lot of the the trauma experiences that I that I had as a child have boiled over into my adult life as as a parent, as a um, you know, as a as a former wife, you know, uh, being in relationships. It has boiled over into those relationships where you know I felt like I needed to be the aggressor. You know, so I, I was always dominant in all of my relationships, <laughs> believe it or not. Like people look at me and they're like, oh, you're super quiet. No, sis, no, bro. Like, I'm not. Like, I just I really voice how I feel. I say how I feel. Um, I'm the most loving and caring. I will give you my heart, you know, um, if you take care of it. Right. And so um I think it's, I, it's it's important, it's extremely important to just be self-aware of those things in your past, and your childhood that are following you and taking the necessary steps to treat that issue. I used to have an anger issue where you say something to me I don't like, I'm ready to fight, right? I'm going to Walmart, I'm going to target and then in the, in the cashier says I'm on light I'm ready to turn up and so I went to therapy and I realized wait that's not okay it's not okay it's not okay being the big bad wolf it's not okay being the the you know the the loud person in the room that everybody's like intimidated by that's not okay you know as a mature adult what's okay is responding to conflict reasonably what's okay is listening being an actor listener and listening to what people are actually saying to you what your friends are saying to you what your spouse is saying to you what your your boyfriend or girlfriend is saying to you and and trying to you know being ear to that and trying to accommodate what their 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 interest may be or what their concerns may be uh, without frustration without anger right because if you're yelling and screaming at me I'm already on guard like you know I'm already ready like my 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 trigger responses i'm ready like you know and so it's it's important to be just be aware of all of those triggers and 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 so what i've been doing recently with any any conflict that's presented to me i walk away from it right because i don't have to be physically present if you're if you're presenting conflict if i'm at a you know an event and someone's you know trying to turn up I don't have to physically be there right I can actually walk away from you so I've been I've been using certain techniques and trying to be more mindful of what my triggers are and responding differently to them and um, being more positive having a more positive outlook on situations listening more um, having empathy empathy is huge I'm a compassionate person like you could just do me dirty and I'm still like, wait, but I want to help you. 
And it's like, but wait, like they just literally kicked you in your face and you still want to help them, you know, but that's just me. That's just my personality uh, and who I am. And so I've, I've owned that. Um, so I think, you know, therapies is, is, is important if, if you are listening and, and you are not in therapy and may have experienced any type of trauma in your life. I would encourage you to, you know, seek out therapy, seek out, you know, uh, a clinician, someone that specializes in what you're seeking. So when I started therapy, I didn't know or didn't realize that I needed someone who was trauma focused, right? So anyone, I don't want to say anyone, let me not say that. (laughs) So, um, you know, a lot of people nowadays are, are, are becoming, you know, you see more and more mental health coaches and, and, and therapists come up, you know, and that's amazing. But everyone's not equipped for your trauma, right? So just, just being selective and vetting out uh, these individuals to ensure that this person is equipped with the experience and the knowledge to treat what you are dealing with and what you have gone through in your past. And so the Lord gave me a revelation a few weeks ago and I was just telling someone this earlier that it's so interesting that it's an interesting dynamic of how we, you know, people are, are, are physically hurt, you know, every day, car accidents, you know, getting maybe getting shot, getting stabbed, experiencing some type of physical trauma and then as a result of that physical trauma he or she goes through a recovery period right so you don't get hit by a vehicle right that's going 60 miles per hour and then walk out of the hospital the next day there's a recovery period you're in the hospital there may be surgery there may be stitches there, there's an evaluation to, to, it might be physical therapy. You have to maybe have to go to occupational therapy. Um, there, there's a series of things that happen post physical trauma, right? Even when there's a stroke, there are a series of things that have to be done in order to return that individual to that state that they were in prior to that stroke or to at least get them as close to that as they can. Right, you, one doesn't just have a stroke, and then they're up the next day, and they're there. You know, unless it was a mild stroke. Even with a mild stroke, there are there are some some changes that that happen post, you know, that stroke. Right, but it's so interesting to me that we go through that recovery period, but but if we experience emotional trauma. Daddy left me when I was two. You know, grandma abandoned me. You know, baby daddy left me. Right? I worked at a job for 10 years and then the boss boss fired me for coming in with a different hairdo. Right? So we experience these things in our lives that are that are emotionally affecting us. And we don't treat it 
We don't, there's not a recovery stage for that, a recovery period to treat the emotional trauma that we've gone through in our lives. We sit on it. We live it. And these things, they, 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 they unfold in our everyday lives and our everyday conversations and our everyday relationships and our marriages, right? We wonder why we're, we're arguing and, and fighting every day with our significant others, right? There's, 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 there's something to the, to the root of that. There's a core there that, that has not been looked at. There's untreated trauma. There's, there, there's, and I'm, and I'm by no means in my clinician. Right, so please don't take my <laughs> advice or or mistake me for being an expert. I'm just speaking from experience. If if you have experienced any type of emotional trauma in your life, anything that has thrown you off emotionally, that is significant, that was impactful in your life, I want to encourage you to seek help. It's not okay to be arguing and fighting every single day. It's not okay. It's not okay. There's a there's a reason for that, and one needs to get to the to the root of why these things are happening, why these things are unfolding in our lives, right? So when we when we uh, listen to the news and we hear these these cases about parents, you know, um, going off on their children or you know experiencing um, some type of um, um, criminal activity and we we're, we're quick to respond and say oh throw her in the jail put her under the jail and it's like wait 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 why did this happen why did this happen where is this woman's circle of friends of a uh, family where's her mother What happened? What caused this mom to, to, to abandon her child? What caused this, this dad to abandon his child? What, what is the root to this behavior? And if we start looking at the root of people's behavior, we'll better be able to, to assist, you know, to, to, to help one uh, get treatment, seek treatment. And it's not to say that one is going to enter treatment and, and, and overnight they're they're cured or overnight they have um, overturned those behaviors, but it's a step in the right direction. Certainly. So I, I encourage you all, I encourage you all, um, you know, even if you're not able to pay out of pocket uh, for mental health therapy. Um, a lot of employers actually offer unlimited mental health sessions under your insurance with a copay, um, which I think is, is, is well worth, um, you know, your, your, your mental health is, is very important. It's, it's a, it's a huge component of your life, of your whole makeup. Um, so investing the, the $30 copay or $40 copay or however much that is, it will hugely benefit you, benefit your children, benefit your relationships, benefit you know you as a as an as a boss. You know how many as a as a boss. When I say boss, I mean as a business owner. You know how many business owners are just going off on their customers. That's not okay. 
It's not okay. You're a CEO. Okay, you're a CEO. I get it. This is this is your company. You own it, and your customer made you upset. You cannot go off on your customers. That's not okay. So what is the root to that behavior, right? And so if these things are, are unfolding in our everyday lives, everywhere we go, we at the airport, we fighting. We at Starbucks, we fighting. We at Grandma's house, we fighting. We at we at you know Billy's house, we fighting. We at work, we fighting. We fighting with the customers. We fighting with the with the the landscape. Or we we have to look at the root. Where's that stemming from? Seek therapy. You know, have someone to to vent to to reveal these things to. Like, look, this is this is happening. I'm so aware that this is not okay. When before I entered therapy, I was explosive. I was explosive. I was like, I I don't know if you if any of you listening have ever. Um, heard Bernie I think Bernie Mac said it on one of on the Kings and Comedy tour and he and he was like you know um you know having it was either him or Cedric the Entertainer him's you know they he was like you know I I wish a nigga would attitude or something like that and it's like that was the attitude that I had I wish an eagle would I wish an eagle would come up in here and say something to me and it's like but why would somebody come up to you and say something in Starbucks? Like it was just, it was really, it was, it was, it, it really had no, there was no explanation for, for those feelings. It was just my trauma response. It was, I, I had already experienced trauma. And so my response to somebody getting into my face was, oh, I'm gonna turn up. And then I realized I had a, there was a, episode that occurred with my ex-husband and some former friends and um I just went off on everyone and well a couple of people and after that I realized oh my goodness I need therapy I need therapy because the way I reacted I literally felt like I had no control over myself in, in, in that moment, it was just like, it was like someone just put adrenaline in me and I just was like, Pew! like I, I couldn't come down for anything. No matter what anybody said, I could not come down from, from that behavior. And I was like, that's it. I'm going to therapy and I've been in therapy every, every, ever since. And I will say that I still have my moments where I turn up. Yes. Um, I have my moments where I'm really frustrated with my children, with, you know, my family members, you know, I have those moments, but I'm better able to sit back and say, wait, I messed up to sit back and say, wait, that was not right. What I did, that was not right. What I said. And so what I'm struggling with now is, is apologizing. So it's like, okay, I get that I was wrong, but how do I actually verbalize to you that I'm sorry? It's like, it's like so hard for me to say those words. It's so hard for me to say, I'm sorry. Even recently, I started saying it to the children. 
And I'm like, why is it so that why? Because no one ever told me they were sorry. Right? My mom never said, you know what, I'm 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 sorry for being a Debbie mom. I'm just I'm I'm just calling it how it is, right? I'm sorry for exposing you to, to crack cocaine for throughout your childhood. I'm sorry that I wasn't there for you emotionally. I'm sorry that I never told you I loved you. So as an adult, I internalized all of those things. And now I don't feel it's it's necessary for me to tell anybody I'm sorry. But that has affected my relationships. And so now that I'm divorced <laughs> and, um, you know, just, just on this, 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 this mission to just become the better to become a better version of myself I am more self-aware and in realizing that um, it's not okay to to withhold your emotions from a relationship whether that's parent-child or a romantic relationship or friendship right? So just being more transparent, being more vulnerable. Um, I've been praying and asking the Lord to, um, to not have any of my past taint me, right? And, and, and what I mean by that is anything that has occurred in my past, I don't want my future to pay for it. So whoever's in my future, whoever that, whoever decides that they want to get on their their knee and and ask me to marry them. Whoever that person is, whoever God has sent, I don't want that person to pay for anyone, any, any trauma. I don't want to say anyone, any trauma that I experienced in my past, that in my childhood, in my, in my former marriage, you know, in any friendships, any area in my life, I want it to be a clean slate. So I've been asking and I've been praying and asking the Lord to just, just, you know, just renew my heart, renew my mind, right? So I pray for you all today that you have been blessed um, by my transparency, that you um, take my advice and, and, and if you are experiencing anything that I have experienced um, or have had any type of emotional trauma in your life, that you seek help seek the therapy it, it should be rather easy to um you know contact your insurance provider on your insurance card and um, ask to speak to a um an insurance representative ask them what your um your your benefits are and if they say mental health is included ask them how many sessions you are allowed per year a lot of insurance providers are allowing unlimited if they say 26 sessions per year okay so then you know you can break that up and try to do twice a month right and then the last two weeks of the month you pay out of pocket for it it's 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 relatively easy um and then they will tell you that and then you would um you know search on your own for those who accept your insurance or you can ask them to email and or mail you a copy of those insurance providers that accept your insurance within a a certain radius of your home. So I pray again that you are blessed. Um, I love you all. I thank you greatly for listening to uh, this this podcast, to this show, um, which is 
really just an opportunity for me to um, to go through this this healing process. Life has 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 thrown so many um, curveballs at me the past eight months, and um, the Lord just continues to shine His face on me and has continued to bless me in many areas of my life. Um, so in any way that I can um, be a blessing to others and let others know life is so valuable, so valuable. Your life is so valuable. Um, someone loving you is important. You loving someone is important. Love is important. Your children, if you have children, your children are important. You are important. And if you are ever in a situation where you feel that you aren't, leave. Because your life matters, your mental health matters. And being in a loving relationship matters. I thank you all. I love you. I pray that you were blessed. And until next time, this is the Grow Podcast Episode 3, Getting Rid of Weeds.